10 minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy. Today is Friday, August 11th, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can be there for us just by going to our website. It's 10kdollarday.com. You can do lots of things there. You can go to our vault of our other podcasts. You can check out our old 10K Saturday episodes where we did interviews. And you can sign up for our newsletter. So meet you over there. Yeah. All right. What kind of news you got? Okay. Well, first of all, did you know that dowdy nightgowns are in? Dowdy? This is a thing. Okay. So it's all building on. Did you ever hear the term cottage core? No. Okay. So cottage core is the name for that fashion trend that happened like maybe a year and a half ago. You would have seen it with the kids you work with. Oh, where all okay. of a sudden they started wearing things that were like a little bit um, House on the Prairie. Like oh. there were some floral dresses or a cardigan or a, you know what I mean? Like it was all kind of things that our generation would have said that's old fashioned. Yes. Yes. Okay. That I am familiar with. Yeah. Okay. I didn't so realize it had that name though. <laughs> it was that much of a trend, right? That's where it was cool. called Cottagecore. Well, now the next trend that is built on that that apparently people our age are doing and we're going to talk about it is dowdy nightgowns okay i apologize to all the men in the world that are listening to this and who date women who like to dress in more fun things at night because this is going to allow <laughs> your partner to just say well too bad we're full on on the prairie and these are i mean they're called dowdy nightgowns allison these are like big voluminous um they might be sheer but they might not be sheer crazy yep and they're usually white or some sort of light color some of them even have like uh collars and some of them have ruffles and some of them are they these are not like an updated version of yeah this is absolutely we were doing a production of a christmas (laughs) carol and these were too sexy for Christmas Carol. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you spell dowdy? Like D O W D Y. Yeah, type it in and see what you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. And these are not cheap. The ones I'm looking at are like four hundred dollars. What? One hundred and forty. They're made out of. <gasps> some are made out of cotton. Some are made out of like more expensive cotton. Do you see oh, them now? Wow. This says this article. It says. In the post-thong, pro-granny panty era, uh-huh. <laughs> it's the dowdy nightgowns. The dowdy nightgowns. Now, there's also like this comfort thing happening, right? Because yes. I also saw an article that said we are officially in the ugly shoe era. Yeah. Because the Crocs are back. It's big sneakers. It's like right. Birkenstocks. It's basically comfort. comfortable shoes are in. Yeah. And apparently comfortable nightgowns are in. But this just looks yeah. like way too much fabric yeah i feel like i'd get hot there is one i'm looking at that but it's so long i feel like i like my legs out sometimes yeah right yeah i like some of the sheerer shorter ones but then again i don't know how dowdy that is once you get real sheer and short right which is funny because the other day i don't remember what was happening but hannah asked me what lingerie was (laughs) 
She goes, what's lingerie? And it's funny because I've never been asked that question. Sure. And if you're ever asked a question that you've never been asked before, even if you kind of think you know, I had no idea what to say. What did you say? I said, oh, it's like, you know, like lacy things that you could wear to bed. But like she she took that and was like, okay. But I know she was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Because I was so like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was really, I just don't know how I would describe it. Because I didn't want to use the word sexy. And I didn't want to be like. I mean, I have an idea of how to describe it, but I don't know if it makes. Yeah, it makes sense for like a (laughs) nine-year-old. Yeah, there's, there's no, I don't know how, I don't know how to express that yeah exactly i don't even know how to express it for ways that people listening who don't know what it is already if you don't know what it is i want you to turn to the adult in the room and say <laughs> what is lingerie oh That's and then job. i want the you to record your answers yeah <laughs> five minutes yes. remaining. hey kid reporters how terrible of a bit is that like do we have any kid reporters here turn on your voice recorder and ask your parents don't do that don't tell them we did that I mean, that's kind of funny. Why Um, don't we have a kid reporter episode? That's great. (laughs) I love that. It is good. Okay. I've got another story for you though. All right. All right. So uh, there's this kid named Archie. Okay. Who uh, was adopted. Okay. By uh, a mom of a different race. So the mom is white and Archie is black but also has red hair. Okay. Right? Cool. And so the mom was talking about how in their very predominantly white neighborhood and white schools that Archie doesn't have a lot of um, kind of exposure to other to other people and also toys, books, and holiday decorations. Oh, okay. And she says that every time that she finds a company that provides a, di- a diverse toy and product, she, contact them, she contacts them to say, Thank you. And when they fail, she sends a letter asking them to do better. Oh, oh, I guess his name is Archer. Sorry, but I think they call him Archie. On his fifth birthday, the mom decided to ask people to donate diverse and inclusive toys, books, and art supplies to his predominantly white preschool. So most of them were Fisher Price's little people because little people have lots of children with different skin tones, hair textures, and physical abilities. But they didn't technically have one with brown skin and red hair. So she writes to Fisher-Price. She says, thank you for everything you're doing. You're great. And then a PS that said, if you ever decided to design a little person with brown skin and red hair, please let us know. Well, (laughs) okay. Little people not only made this figurine, but they also said please give us your address and your school's address so that you have the full representation of all of our figurines. So they send all the stuff. Everyone in the department framed a letter that they had written to Archie and then they had his little figure in it. It looks like him. It was even in the outfit of, of the picture that the mom sent. They put it on the doll. And then they said, um, we felt, we feel such a sense of pride knowing we had impacted this one family. And they wrote, uh, someone found her on Instagram and said, I have a little archer on my desk. They ordered one for each of the staff. 
Oh my God. They said it was a complete team effort across Fisher Price. That's Isn't amazing. That so sweet. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. So oh, she wow. said, above and beyond. Well, this mom is amazing. The mom, the she last quote I want to say about the mom is she says, I need them to have toys and books that look like Archer because that's how they understand that brown skin isn't less than. And oh. I'm in a really unique position as the white woman with a black kid to help people understand why representation matters. Black parents are tired and they already know it's important. Oh, man. Yeah, she must be like a writer too because. She's like convincing in her speech. I love it. Yeah, you can she's feel cool. it. Like you can feel her, her emotions through her writing. I love that. She's just a great advocate for her mom. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really sweet. So anyway, what a cool story. I also um, love that Fisher Price is still around. <laughs> I know. I didn't know. I haven't thought of little people in so long to be honest. I used to love them. Yeah. Now they're, I'm going to buy them for everyone at this point. No, that's Um, a great gift. I even think Hannah would like them. Like that's great. I mean, here's the thing. I, I feel like it's more geared towards like toddlers and elementary. So like I would say one years old to like five because just because there is a non-choking hazard, like there's no little parts, you know. Oh, right, right, right. I see. But I, I'm telling you, when these older kids go to like play remaining. at little kids' houses and they have the baby toys, they love them. Oh, that's really interesting. Maybe because they can be more imaginative with them. Or I something? think so. It's the same way that we all love to play board games as adults. You know, we get to play and have fun, and yeah. you know. Well, this there's actually a quote Ten, from nine, um, Gary eight, Weber, who's the vice president seven, of design at Fisher six, Price. Seconds, five, here, four, and he says, "We know three, when kids play with little two, people, they're playing out scenarios one, they see in the world." 